Blog Talk Radio. again. <laughs> so um, welcome. It's another pack chat. It's uh, Sunday at 7 p. Uh, 6 th- what time is it? 6 o'clock. <laughs> I'm a little disoriented. I, I taught all day yes- yesterday and today and so I'm a little little time groggy so I apologize. So listen, this is Leslie Federici from PAC, Power Affiliate Club. If you want to call in, you should be able to see a number. Uh, it's a guest number that you can call in. That's 516-531, uh, what is that, 9606. Okay, so if you want to chat, have a question for me, please uh, call in. I'd love to talk to you. Before I begin, because this is an awesome 16 badass blogging tips, okay? And I may not get to all 16, because as I got them on my paper here, because as I read them to you, you know, I'll probably go into a little discussion. And this is only a 30-minute chat, okay? Um, but a little bit about PAC, if you're a blogger, uh, maybe you're a baby boomer or, or a complete newbie, doesn't matter. We love you. And PAC is a great opportunity to write for the con- uh, community blog where you'll get experience in writing. And this is really good for your resume because some people out there have a dream. And the dream is to get so good at blogging and writing their own content that they'll be able to write on other professional blogs. You never know, like Huffington Post, right? So PAC is a great initial stepping stone platform to get you going. You'll learn about, you know, writing and where to get content and, um, you know, the importance of comments and and having your content shared, all that's really, really exciting. Okay, so if that's something you're interested in, just check on the, click on the link that's in the description of tonight's show, poweraffiliateclub.com, and uh, you can also be a guest blogger, so there's a lot of opportunity within our community, okay? There's also a free uh, Facebook group, and we do some awesome things in there as well. So come by, visit, comment the, on the uh, the blog, and, I don't know, get curious and come join us and become an expert writer. All right. So I see a lot of blogs. I look at a lot of blogs, and during my travels I see things. I see things. No, I don't see dead people. I see things. <laughs> All right? And these things that I see, you can definitely tell uh, a blogger that wants to scream all about themselves or a blog that really makes the content 
more important than they are, you know. So there'll be very, very little on the blogs. And and maybe you've noticed that uh, during your travels, I don't know what you're interested in or where you go, but some blogs will have, there seems to be a minimalist uh, style out there, which is kind of nice because it's not distracting on the eyeballs, okay? And the content is made really, really important. Uh, and there's hardly anything on sidebars, and and sometimes there aren't even any sidebars. It's just the content that's taking up the page or the post, the post, the post page, okay? So I want to drum into your heads that less is more, less is more. So you know, so let's go through this list. We'll see how far we go, and um, whatever I don't finish, we will complete next week. Alrighty. So the first thing, let's talk about clutter. Now, clutter is a big deal. A lot of people have problems with clutter at home. I know I do in in my office actually. Uh, but there's two sides to to think of that in your office, your real office, your physical office. And one is clutter um, can block creativity and productivity. And then the flip side of that is a cluttered office is a sign that the mind is working, okay, that, that you're getting ideas and you're doing things. So I don't know what school of thought you belong to, but when it comes to the blog, okay, things that are obstacle to viewers, all right, is clarity, okay, um, a lot of this has to do with vision, vision obstacles, people, when people come to your site. And, and some of these you might want to start thinking about. So if you have a lot of stuff on your front page or on your post page, your viewer, okay, doesn't know where to look. They're distracted. There's so much stuff on the page and the home page that they might get overwhelmed and leave, Okay. So clutter is really something to um, think about. Also, not being consistent with your linking color. So so sometimes a blog might have a link color that's blue. Some might have a on the same page a link color that's red. And that's kind of distracting too. What else is distracting that, that, that increases into a, a cluttered uh, web page or post are ads that blink on and off ads. Um, towards the end of the program, I'll give you a nice uh, plug-in that's really good. I use it, and uh, I like it a lot to kind of tone down your ads. But so clutter, if you have a whole bunch of stuff, pictures, you know, pictures slash images, opt-in boxes, opt-in boxes that pop up in, into your face, um, they could be large or small. They can be really ugly looking. Uh, if if it's just too much and your viewer doesn't know where to go, they just might leave because time is so important, the amount of time. And people are scanners. You know, they, it depends on the content. People might want to, if your content's really interesting, you might grab their attention and they might read the whole article that you've written but then again they might be a scanner and they'll just scan through it and then move on 
So if you make your content first, number one, and, and displaying that proudly and with respect without a lot of clutter surrounding it, um, the viewer's gonna it's gonna be easier on the eyeballs and they just might hang out a little bit longer to read the whole article. Okay, so clutter's a really big uh thing to think about. So that's number one. Number two, organized. All right. Is your home page or your layout organized? Okay, so what do I mean by that? Well, what's your what's your menu like? Um, I'm noticing that that you can really tell a a, a non professional blog where you have on the menu like 15 items, and there's like like two two rows or two tiers of menus when the content is repetitive okay um so so a topic whatever how many topics a a blogger may have it's all on the menu so let's say there's 20 items on the menu in a linear way so there's no there's no sub menu that's confusing especially if it's repetitive so for example if the menu said all about Jill Work with Jill. Jill's mastermind. Jill, 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 Jill. Okay, so your menu is screaming Jill in a repetitive way. But you could just put about Jill. You could say um, activities. And in the submenu, you would say master, mastermind, classes, um, consultation hours. So you wouldn't have to say Jill, 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 Jill and have it all shown in a linear fashion on the menu. You would just organize the con- organize your topics so that they relate to each other um, and then have a sub-menu. Okay, so that's number two and three because number two is organize and number three is repetition. Okay, so number four. <clears throat> number four is script font. Ah, okay. Now, I think this is really pretty, very pretty for some websites, but let's think about your viewer, your market. Who's coming to your website? Now, if you've done any kind of statistics, there is a huge baby boomer market out. So if we dig a little deeper, probably a lot of them wear glasses. All right, a lot of them wear glasses. Um, You know, they're more sensitive to what they're reading or how it's presented. So script writing, even though it's attractive and it makes some websites look very, very nice, depending on the script, if it's like calligraphy, font, that can be really hard to read. And what you want to do is you want to make your blog very eyeball friendly, easy to read. So you want to pick a good straightforward font like Arial, Helvena. Um, One of my favorite is Century Gothic. Um, Those are some good fonts. But uh, try to stay away from the script, okay? Because you want to attract people to your site. You don't want to have visual obstacles that make them run or have trouble 
reading your site, and then they'll just flee and go on to somewhere else. Okay? So number five. Hmm. Screaming promotions and ads. I kind of mentioned this early. But this is like your sidebar is filled with ads. Um, that can be pretty con- con- confusing. Now, now I know, I know, I know you want to sell. You want to sell, sell. You want people to buy stuff off your website, and rightly so. It's a hub. But you know what's more important than screaming ads? It's engaging in your with your readers. So having an email list, okay, or um, giving away free stuff, not through a pop-up, but just being generous, um, things like that. But if you have your sidebars packed with ads and all kinds of stuff going on, it's a distraction. And you don't want to distract your viewer. You really want to try to hook them and draw them into your website so they get to learn more about you. And if you're screaming advertisements, what's that saying to them? It's saying, you know, buy me, buy me, buy me, buy me. And and you're communicating that you're really only interested in them purchasing something from you, you know, selling something to you. And let me tell you, people, you and me included, don't like to be sold to. We don't. Think about it. Have you ever gone shopping, ladies, if you're listening, or even men, and you're in uh, a clothing store and the salesperson walks up to you and says, you know, is there anything I can do for you? Your first response is probably, I would guess, you'd say, you would say no. I know that's what I do because I don't want to be bothered. I just want to kind of look around and see if I can find something I like and if I like it, I'll spend some more time with it. And then if I really like it, I'll go talk to the salesperson. That's the nature of people shopping. People like to peruse. They like to touch things. They like to, you know, see where the bargains are. They like to look. They want to buy. They love buying. They love spending their money, okay? But they want to make the decision, not you, okay? So when they come to your website, have interesting things for them to look into. They want to look around. They want to read your content. Um, let them do that. Give them things. Give them things to engage in. Okay. Alrighty. So that's screaming promotions. That was number five. So number six. <clears throat> oh, this is a good one. Large paragraphs. So you're not writing when you write. You want to break it down into like small sentences, like maybe two or like maybe one to two sentences at a clip or three before you go on to the next paragraph, okay? Using really large um, paragraphs of content uh, doesn't really catch the eyeballs. They can move on because it's just too much reading. It's like reading a a thesis, okay, or a a scientific report where there's just like, you know, content, content, content with no breaks. People need visual breaks to read through um, the content. So think about that when you're creating 
your article. You want to break it up into small, eyeball-y or chewable <laughs> content. All right? The other thing you want to do is you want to highlight because there are scanners out there. And there's a lot of people that like to scan, myself included, um, you know, because time is precious. And sometimes for me, okay, I get headaches. If I'm, like, reading a lot of stuff for too long, I get headaches. So I like to scan. And what really helps people do that, you want to help them. You don't want to deter them because there's readers that will read the full content, and then there's scanners. So think about the scanner and bold um, parts of your paragraphs that you want to highlight that you really want them to pay attention to as they scan, okay? So if you went to read this article on on my blog, you would see that I would, hi- I would have highlighted um, cluttered, um, unorganized repetition so i would i would scan i mean i would bold certain words in the um article so that people could scan quickly and pick up uh the gist of what the article is about okay all right oh let's talk about jam packed sidebars so i've kind of alluded to some of that, jam-packed, and I mean jam-packed because there is something called sidebar blindness where there's so much on the sidebar that people just ignore it. And I know that you don't want to have them ignore it, okay? So less is more. (laughs) You hear my dog barking in the background? Um Less is more, and it's distracting. So if you can have, like, next to nothing on your sidebar, that's a good thing, okay? But now you're left with the question, well, I really want people to know about this, but you know what? Um, Whether they know about it or not, the sidebar is distracting. So you really have to stop and think about what you really want them to know about, okay? You know, for an opt-in, there's a debate about the opt-in pop-ups, and the argument is that they're not really a good thing. So you could actually put a link um, on your menu, or um, when I tell you about this plugin, you could have a link to your sign-up to the newsletter, like within the article, and it would be very discreet. Okay. So that's um, sidebars. Now number eight is overload of images. Hmm. What do you think about that? Now images are important. Um, Sometimes, well, you want to pay attention to the quality of the image. High def quality of image, okay? Not just going to Google, Google, Google and, you know, save image as, you know, because you don't know what size that is. And the, the thing is, is when you're using it on your blog, and when you go to, to enlarge it, it gets really, really blurry. And then it looks like crap, okay? So you want to get high-definition images, maybe like around 1,000, 2,000 pixels by, 
I don't know, 700 pixels. Because when you reduce them, you don't lose the quality. But if you're using an, a large image like that, then the quality remains good, okay, because it's a high def. But sometimes you can have an overload of images. Now, there are some blog themes that have like a grid presentation, and that's okay for the home page because that's the style of the of the grid. But and and some websites look really really nice like that. Magazines kind of have a grid um, presentation or a grid theme, or uh, some themes give you an option to have a grid uh, theme, a grid presentation or not, where, where you or you could have the standard uh, presentation for a blog post on the home page. But it's the post where you're having tons of pictures and they don't really make any sense. And I've seen where some, which I'll talk about, where some plugins aren't working correctly or they're they're not compatible with the theme. And then it looks really like crap because then the images is is kind of off-centered and the, and the content's off-centered and it doesn't look right. Um, so you really want to pay attention to your images, the size, your plugins to see if everything's working okay, compatible, and presentation of how you're presenting those images, okay? All right, where are we? We are on number nine, which I kind of just covered. Make sure your plugins are up to date up-to-date and are working and are compatible because sometimes these plugins can really cause havoc on your website and um, might cause certain things not to work or show up. Uh, so that's really, really, really important to pay attention to. All right. Now, number 10, no current posts. So there are bloggers, and then there are uh, hobby bloggers. Hobby bloggers post maybe once a month or not even. Bloggers, real serious bloggers, will publish um, maybe once or twice a week, minimum once a week. I was reading an article by Neil Patel, and he recommended that the top, well, he didn't recommend, but he noticed and, and said that the top bloggers post at least four times, 16 times a month. What does this do? Well, it raises your visibility on the Internet. The search engines pick you up. You get a better ranking. Um, people are more apt to find you because you're, you're writing so much, you're, you're, you could very well possibly show up on the first page. Um, so there's a lot of benefits to writing often during the week. Okay. So the way that it works is that if you're a hobby blogger, you're going to have a ranking somewhere between uh, probably like 7 million. Got to remember that there's like a billion, a billion people, a billion people coming online creating websites. There's blogs created every second, okay? So the more that you write on your blog and the more the current, okay, it's current 
information, current content. The more you do that, the higher, the better your ranking is going to be. So, like Google is probably number one on the Internet. Okay, that, that's understandable. YouTube is up there, maybe two or three. Uh, Bing is up there. <coughs> Excuse me. So, the more people come to your website, okay, the more that you write a post on a regular basis, the higher the ranking is going to go. Okay, that's just a fact. And then if you have people coming to comment on your blog, that helps it even more because it, that's called engagement. And that's what the Internet's all about now is engagement. Okay, all right, so current posts. So see if you can't write a current post once a week, minimum, maybe two or three, depending on how ambitious you are. And just keep doing that on a, on a regular, consistent basis, okay? All right, because that's important. It all depends on, you know, how much you want to get into this. Because the more that you blog, the more benefits you'll experience. All right, so that was number 10. We're getting down there. Oh, my goodness, I might actually get to all, really? Maybe not. I just looked at the clock. It is, I got like four four minutes to go. Well, maybe I'll stop there. I'll stop at number 11, okay? And I'll finish this up next week. We'll go through 11 through 16. But in the meantime, I want to invite you to come check out PAC, Power Affiliate Club. It's a community blog, and it's a wonderful platform for you to explore your talents, Okay, and we're very open to topic except for politics, and um, it's a great place to learn. Uh, your your writing will be perfected, okay, and you'll just learn a lot of things about writing, a lot of things about setting up your blog, and but the best thing that you'll learn, or not learn, but experience is your confidence for blogging, okay. So come swing by. It's the powerfilliaclub.com. You go there, and there's also a link to where you can join the Facebook group, but you got to fill out the form, okay, because we like to screen who's coming in just to make sure there's no spammers. And um, we do all kinds of activities during the week. And we have a, a weekly blog share, which is, which is really good. Um, so... Come check us out, and that's it for me for tonight. This is Leslie Federici from PAC, Power Affiliate Club, and I look forward to talking to you guys next week. Thank you for hanging out. Bye now. <laughs>